0: Hello, this is Darren Pulsifer, Chief Solution Architect of Public Sector at Intel, and welcome to Embracing Digital Transformation, where we investigate effective change leveraging people, process, and technology. On today's episode, we're going to talk about new collaborative workspaces with SignalWire. On today's show, we have Sean Heine, one of the founders of SignalWire. Welcome, Sean. Hey, Darren, thanks a lot for having me. Hey, you know, we talked, when was it? A week and a half, two weeks ago, maybe. You showed yeah. me your platform and I was completely blown away with what you guys are doing um, with uh, this technology that you guys have been working on for some time, you've been using it internally. Tell Tell me a little bit about your story.
1: Yeah, so right now we're using a tool that's built on a bunch of technology that we've been building over years. Uh, We're actually a company that's born out of open source, um, kind of a derivative of the largest open source software in telecommunications used by, you know, hundreds of thousands of enterprises, about every major product uh, built around telecommunications uses our our technology in some aspect. And um, over the last three or four years or so, We've been focused on trying to get our technology, which powers, you know, all these other products in the hands of more people to try to enable them to build the next generation of, you know, video and voice and real time communications applications. So we've been doing that. And, uh, of course, you know, we developed our own internal tools. Um, The predecessor of this was actually an internal tool that we built for ourselves. We use always on video and kind of a different philosophy since we're a distributed company since inception. So we ended up building these tools powered by our technology, and then when COVID hit, our customers uh, started hitting us up for access to it. And so we, you know, we rapidly productized it. Um, you're using a version that we've built for remote offices called SignalWire Work right now, but we've got a version for live events, and um, it's really a proof of concept of what our new, you know, elastic communications infrastructure can enable. Um, not only in our stuff, but also in everyone else's products.
0: You know, what I thought was really interesting when we first uh, hopped on to SignalWire the first time we talked was you mentioned your organization has been a remote organization. You don't have a headquarters. You guys have been working this way for three years. So you've learned better ways of communicating where the rest of the world, we're still figuring this out. You guys have been doing it for years already.
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of that is is it's not purely technology uh, innovation. It's a lot of social experiments. You know, because we're, you know, we're a 60 plus person company that's in a number of countries, a number of continents. Um, and then, you know, we're a rapidly paced growing Silicon Valley startup. So, um, yeah, we, you, we absolutely needed um, kind of a modern set of tools and, um, you know, existing remote collaboration stuff just doesn't cut it for that kind of environment. So we used our tech, uh, which we we're already using for always on audio. Um, you know, a lot of people use meet me lines in audio conferences, you know, for years. But, you know, we kind of before the video stuff, this is how our engineers worked with shared Unix screens and always on audio conferences. And that evolved into always on video. And uh, here we are with SignalWire.
0: So uh, tell, you you mentioned it's technology and also some cultural shifts. What were some of those first things when you guys first got kicked off? What were some of the bumps in the road on the cultural shift that you had to make to be? a truly collaborative remote um distributed team
1: right well mm-hmm. one of one of the ways that um you know i hit on we work uh differently than a lot of companies especially remote companies is always on video and that sounds scary and weird oh yeah that sounds really
0: scary <laughs> i can't um, even get people to turn on their teams camera on on you know scheduled meetings
1: Yeah, I mean, it it is a philosophy. Um, You know, it's you got to subscribe to it. But um, you know, once you once you subscribe to it, you really find yourself something hard to believe. It almost more efficient than sitting in the same physical office in some aspects, and um, the net gain of the inefficiencies uh, that you lose in in a world like Zoom or something where you're only talking in scheduled meetings with a specific agenda. And you really lose a lot of that communication that happens, you know, informally in an office. And it's not like that doesn't have benefit. It has a lot of benefit. And so we've, we've, we've built tools to kind of recapture elements of that, like being able to see inside people's rooms, like if, if in, a, in a physical world, if they had a glass wall. And you could see your coworkers as you walk by. You could see if they're in a bad mood, maybe. You could see if they're talking to someone else. You could probably get an impression of how busy they are. These are all informal things that aren't explicitly communicated to you, but you gain that when you're in the physical office. And all this stuff adds up. And I think a lot of this, you know, people are having problems with not only the lack of, you know, social interaction, but just the lack of inefficiency of working remote. And scheduled meetings and, you know, teams turning your camera on once in a while that just doesn't emulate anything like sitting in the same room with someone
0: no i totally agree now obviously when you guys first did this it must have been very uncomfortable having that video on all the time
1: yeah i mean even 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 for me um it was weird like even um you know our engineers worked like this before i did and um the they have to because of the the their the rapid pace of development. It's it's you know, literally one engineer watches the other one code and one's debugging while the other one's coding. And it's just some of the way we we develop it just requires that. But, you know, for me, um, you know, it it, it was it was a change of mindset. You know, when I when I log into SignalWire work, it's like walking into the office. You know, it's like the old world where I was walking into the physical office. And once you think about it that way. It changes your mindset, and and we have features that you know assure privacy. You like like you can uh, fog out your video so people can't see your face or know you're present. Or you can go in a heads down mode where people can't interrupt you, but they still know you're present and they can knock on your you know virtual door. Your virtual door, yeah. And when I say virtual door, like none of this is like animated doors or pictures of. This is just (laughs) I don't know if people can see this, uh, but it's a it's a it, it's clean. It makes sense. It's video based. It's not uh, some goofy animated world that you're trying to. Right. No, not
0: yeah. We're not all wearing VR headsets. Right.
1: Right. Oh, I've even seen other I've, I've seen some other products. And, you know, I don't know if people are into this, but, you know, they, they'll show a conference table with like uh, really, you know, kind of nasty animated chairs. And your little avatar kind of floats around this, uh, you know, 2D floor plan. And it's like, I don't think anyone wants to work like that. No,
0: no, I, I, it's, it's an interesting concept. And one thing that just caught my mind too, is you, you said it's like going to the office. So one of the biggest problems that a lot of um, my customers are having is they don't know when their workday ends.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right?
0: But- Cause Oh, I'll get to that later. I'll, you know, I'll go have dinner with the family and then come back on. But with this, with this video on, this is really interesting because you can say, my video on i'm in the office from 9 to 5
1: yeah that's At a good five, point they
0: turn it off that's interesting
1: that's a good point i mean when i i i am working a lot of hours in a in a startup but when i log off the video it is it is a clean break uh, for my day and although you know i'm on slack and email you know it's it's hard to completely shut your world off uh, these days but um, it is a clean break psychologically and I know that now I'm spending time with my family. Now I'm now I'm doing something else that's that's not work primarily. And people know, like I'm if I'm sitting here, you know, you, you saw one of my executives pop in, in the early part of this call. If people see me in my room, they know they can pop in and ask me questions, even if I'm doing something else or talking to someone.
0: So let's talk a little bit about the technology, the underlying technology, because that's what you guys really sell is the underlying technology and support that. Right. This just happens to be uh, something that you guys were very proactive. And when COVID hit, you said, wait, just a second. There's something here that our customers could really take advantage of. So let's talk about the technology.
1: Yeah, and, and this is almost a reference design because we're talking about, you know, we really do have bleeding edge kind of best tech in the space and enable stuff that people haven't done before in other applications. So we had to show people, you know, some of the stuff that was possible, like having a uh, hundred people in the audience where you can actually hear all their audio sanely and the, you know, the performing artists can actually feed off that energy. Like this stuff just wasn't possible with any other platform. So um, we had to show people uh, how, to, how to use it, but you're absolutely right. Like we are an arms dealer foremost, you know, we we've made the tech that powers, uh, everything from like the ring doorbell to, uh, you know, pieces of Amazon connect and, uh, you know, Netflix's customer service engine as powered by us and just about every major telco, you know, we've, uh, you know, we've built all that, um, over the years. And, um, you know, we've just, we've, we've been focused on enabling that tech, uh, to get in hands of, of of normal folks.
0: Well, and and I think that's that's something extremely valuable because you're opening up new ways of using video and and audio that people haven't thought of before, like like this platform signal SignalWire
1: work. Yeah, we can't wait to see what people um, build off of our platform. We got, we already have this whole companies that started on our platform that are highly successful. There's a, know, so we're under so many NDAs, but there's a a, a virtual. Um, a virtual parish or virtual church application that's actually the most popular um, virtual church platform in the world, and that was built on SignalWire like a year a year ago. And wow, that's uh, amazing! You know, kind of took off with COVID because no one could go into their into their parishes. So there's just companies like that, um, small startups that you know we hope we can enable, and so they grow with us um, as, as they they share our vision.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So let's talk. Let's get into some details around the technology if you can. What makes you guys unique uh, compared to the way that, you know, other video conferencing um, uh, technologies are using?
1: Yeah, if you if you want to double click on uh, the video stuff, um, one thing that that's unique um, that gives us a, a strategic advantage here is that um, we do our muxing of video in the cloud or, you know, kind of centrally where... A traditional video conference application will encode and transmit their video to every participant in a video conference. So if I'm talking to seven people, I'm sending out six streams or seven streams, and I'm receiving six or seven streams. And you can imagine, you know, that's work on the processor to encode that stuff. It's work on uh, your device to transmit the data you're subject to you know, uh, jitter and packet loss on all those individual streams. And so you may have a a great connection to someone, but the other person looks horrible. Um, You know, I experienced that with Facebook Messenger a lot. Our technology actually um, muxes all that in the cloud. So the clients send one feed to the cloud and the cloud takes everyone's feed, muxes it together, and then sends that one feed back out to everyone. So there's only one transmit and receive And what that means is uh, a couple things, better battery life, um, you know, lower, lower data consumption, uh, lower, lower amount of work on your local device's processor because it's not encoding so much video. And then just from a user experience, we can do things like make people's audio great when it's mucks together or control the layouts So everyone sees the same thing and we can basically have a, a video production level run of show and um you know change where people are are viewed and uh we we keep um orientation you know that's kind of something that adds to the intimacy of our experience is everyone sees the same thing and so when i point at something on the screen everyone sees me pointing yeah
0: that's that's a big problem i i actually teach a religion class every morning um and i've got you know 14 15 year old kids and we're on zoom now and i can't they're all over the place so i say hey you know can <laughs> you can't point to them and say knock it no. off or you know it's it's all different so th- yeah that's that's pretty uh enlightening there just uh, alone right
1: yeah it, it, like i said all this stuff adds up to what nets to a very a much more connected feeling experience and then you know when you add that to the always on stuff um and in the use case that we've given an example of you know it's it, it definitely feels different but you know, someone can can take this tech and, um, you know, and build a modern communication application is basically the stuff they're dreaming up. So one, one of our clients is um, a large uh, Silicon Valley Series A funded startup that primarily focuses on um, exercise media, I guess you'd call it, like okay. actually hosted exercise sessions. Like I, I'm probably missing the terminology from the from the industry, but essentially they have they have these uh, gymnasts gym, you know, exercise folks that show people how to do workouts and stuff. And that's live. And, um, you know, stuff like Peloton uh, is a kind of a similar model. And they're building this as a syndicated platform all on uh, on SignalWire. And, uh, and with our platform, we're uniquely enabling them to actually, you know, play music and hear the host at the same time, like try to do that on another platform. Good you luck. You can't, yeah. Yeah, or like actually hear the people while they're riding their bicycles and talk to the host while music's playing in the background and be able to see 30 people in a layout. Um, You know, all stuff that's been enabled on our platform. And, you know, these guys don't have other options. There's no other choice that kind of enables that level of product experience right now.
0: Now, an- another thing that you mentioned with your platform, you guys have made it so it can run on any of the cloud offerings that are out there. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that's right. So um, uniquely in our own, in the SignalWire cloud, it's, it's uh, you know, a, a term thrown out on there called Metacloud, or, you know, we're kind of in every public cloud where it makes sense. So, you know, we've got uh, some customers in Bahrain. And so Azure is the only data center in Bahrain. But, you know, we're in Google Cloud. We're in, um, you know, AWS. Um, we, we have bare metal nodes. We actually can run on... Um, like you said, pretty much any cloud or um, platform um, down to an individual handset uh, or, uh, you know, an Atom-based device or, um, you know, that's why Samsung, Samsung is an investor. Samsung was really interested in, and in, ended up getting our technology on their handsets someday. So theoretically they could communicate without a centralized infrastructure. Um, uh, very,
0: very interesting. So this means I could actually use this on my own infrastructure. I don't have to host it through you guys.
1: That's right. It's something we offer um, to kind of our, our our customers that are interested in security and controlling their data at the highest level. You know, one of the problems with most of the platforms out there um, is that it sends your communication out to the cloud. And if you're a, a federal government, or um, you know, a pharmaceutical company, or a healthcare institution, where their your data is very sensitive, you probably don't want that traversing the public internet. You probably don't yeah. want your video conversations traversing the public internet. So in those situations, we actually can deploy um, our nodes um, inside uh, the secured network. So you're keeping all of your media on your own trusted network. And so you, so we're pretty popular with, um, like I said, government clients and and um, healthcare is, is taking off. We're actually in, our tech is in every VA hospital or will be in the next um, couple of years.
0: So this really lends itself well to secure communication, more real-time interaction, like with telemedicine, maybe. Um, I, I mean, I can I can think of a myriad of other other use cases where, because I, if you've noticed, there's no latency that we're feeling here, uh, which is pretty in, impressive. Um, yeah,
1: it's pretty high quality, uh, and and other thing is we as a use case we can we have full control of this so like i've got us cranked at 720 at 20 frames this is something you can't do with other platforms. i can crank us all the way up to 1080 at 60 frames a second or if we both had 4k cameras which i don't think either of us do <laughs> uh, and we and we had a, a you know 50 100 megabit upstream we could enable 4k so yeah it's all all fully flexible um with the tech so depending on your application even in, i can't mention their name but a major Broadcast production studio um, is using us to edit and produce one of their broadcast shows and they end up bringing in their extras to record voice over their existing recordings um, uh, because they can just, they could just do that in real time at high quality.
0: Okay. So let's say that I'm, I'm a mid-tier company. Everyone's working remote now. What would some advice that you give someone um, to, to make their workers more effective using your technology? What are some tips that you would give us?
1: Well, I mean, we start off, we have a few clients um, that are very large organizations. One of our, our clients that um, signed in December is a 35,000-person
0: Oh, that's uh, big! Yeah, conglomerate,
1: and um, so we're dealing with that right now with a number of these large uh, clients, and it's it, again they're dealing with the same sort of psychological um, issues that probably every company is dealing with. How do I, how do I work efficiently? How do I manage these remote workers? Um, so what we did is uh, uh, we we took a sample group, we took we took a pilot group, and we said uh, you know let's let's get this group to sign on board. Let's let's have them embrace and let's have them roll it out. And, um, you know, the key to using our tech is actually if, if you actually jump in, you see very quickly uh, the benefit of it, but it's really just taking uh, the first step. And, you know, we, we walk people through it, but I think it starts with a company policy. You know, at the top, you're going to decide, look, we're going to try this and we're going to treat this like the office. And when you come into work, you come into video. If you don't want to show your face right now, that's fine. Turn your video off or whatever. But come into the office and be present and interact with your coworkers, just like you did prior to COVID. When you went into the office prior to COVID, you probably put on your nice, you know, a decent pair of pants. And you probably wore a decent shirt and you probably didn't, you know, dress like a bum. Today's world in audio and video, that's your microphone. That's your lighting. You know, that's your audio setup. It's, it is it is how you give an impression to other people. So, um, you know, what I'm encouraging people to, and you'll you, I think if you talk to SignalWire employees, you'll see like a lot of people have really good mics. They have good audio setups. They've made their environment very high quality. So when they interact with other people, it's like they're putting on good clothes. They're putting on a good face. They're putting on their best impression. Oh, very interesting. But they're using tech to do that now because this is tech world now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting, because there's nothing worse than a tin canny, you know, sound where it sounds like someone's in, in a theater, right?
1: Right, right. I mean, you're using you're using a headset and microphone, but yeah, a lot of people can talk to you from a, a giant room that's echoing, or, um, you know, no, background noise is a big problem. We have some AI based background noise removal that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, having a quiet environment, having a dedicated work environment, I think, I think this is stuff people are figuring out. No, you can't, you know, sit in the kitchen, uh, you know, while uh, dinner's being made and actually expect to have a professional conversation with one of your coworkers. It's just, you have to treat it like the office.
0: Yeah, no, no, I, I actually really like that, that philosophy, uh, quite a bit. Cause we have seen a decrease in professionalism for, for no better word. Um, because everyone's working from home.
1: Yeah. I was reading an article about how, uh, attorneys are all calling into the court from the beach and they uh, you know, bathing suits and <laughs> stuff. And, the, and the, the judges are getting quite upset. <laughs> it's like, my ne- my next door neighbor is a
0: judge. He's told me some horror stories. All right. Right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. that's still the real world
1: folks. Like,
0: you no. Know. <laughs> Your client's in jail, and you're in Hawaii on the beach. There's <laughs> something wrong here,
1: right? Making five hundred bucks an hour.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Sean, this is this is wonderful stuff. Is there any um, of the technology you want to show us uh, on the show
1: today? Um, uh, you know, uh, I, th- I think we can include some links or something. I, uh, the, your okay. listeners, you know, the best way to experience this is actually um, to use it. Um, as I'm sure you can appreciate and, um, any of your listeners, we can give uh 30 day trials without giving us credit cards or billing information or anything like that. So if they just want to check it out for a month and then, um, yeah, I mean, I know you work a lot with government. We have a, a government, um, division, um, that's working with their high security customers as well for. Dubai. Oh, that's great.
0: Cause this is a major issue for those guys, especially.
1: I was just, I was just reading a story about how, um despite all the security problems uh federal government just spent uh, in the double digit millions on one of our competitors so it's an interesting time I, I think they need some better choices
0: yeah absolutely all right very cool thanks thanks a lot sean for coming on today and uh for more information you guys uh uh check out uh, signalwire.com is that correct
1: yep signalwire.com thanks a lot darren for having me super interesting conversation